absolutely ridiculous. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Around the Course Squash Podcast. With me as ever, Stuart Crawford and Christopher Zachary. How are we doing, fellas? I miss you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, been a long pause here. Yeah, tried to, tried to let tried to let the Muhammad El Shabagi episode breathe a little, let the people soak it in. <laughs> We're running on five days straight of rain in New York here, so that's the only thing kind of holding holding me back. But um, you know, lots of been squashing lots, been coaching lots, all good. Snowing in Providence, battling through the snow. It was it's this scary. morning. I'm trying to soak up the last rays of sun here in Italy before I head back to Scotland at the weekend. So, so your four and a half month holiday is coming to an end. Uh, four, I think you'll find actually. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Listen, I lost count when you had to drop the car off. <laughs> yeah, it's never good when you exceed your maximal rental agreement term. Well, it depends on how you, how you view it, right? It's perspective. I mean, <clears throat> if I was on that holiday, I'd say it was pretty good. <laughs> True. Yeah, back to sunny Scotland, or more likely not so sunny Scotland. Why do it to yourself, Stuart? <laughs> You're going to have to get yourself a Peloton treadmill. You can't be running outside and that shit. Well, actually, I've made arrangements to get my old exercise bike transported back to my girlfriend's parents where we're going to be staying. So it uh-huh. was in storage somewhere. Well, there's a bike that you can cycle, no problem, as fast as you can without getting hurt. Yeah, that's probably what I need these days. <laughs> so, guitar classic on the way? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. In- interesting week here with a few uh, few shuffles. Everyone, I think, was excited about that uh, Muhammad El Shabagi assault second round match, and we're going to have to wait for it. Yeah, I have no doubt it will happen at some point in the future. Uh, maybe not as early as second round, because I think, uh, it won't be that long before Asal's up there in the seedings amongst the top eight, so uh, might have to wait for quarters or semis for, for that match up in future. But yeah, like you say, Chris, it was definitely a bit of a blow when they announced that he had been forced to withdraw. Um, I believe that he was in contact with someone close to him who had got COVID, and uh, him and another player, Zahid Salim, have both been forced to withdraw for that reason good it and it's always never nice when it's anyone but especially when it's a big name some promise there world junior champion gets to have his his crack at the uh the world number one would have been a nice match to see and then the babyface assassin also also the the last uh last guy to to drop which kind of it it does just look without those two names in the draw it looks a lot more open some of these, some of these, like uh, you know, rounds of sixteens, and even some of the quarters just look look a little different. But um, kind of makes it interesting, right? Like we we've got a few a few patches here with with four guys who have a chance to get into the third round that we might not normally see, which we talked about a little bit on the last episode with how the seedings work, but could make for some excitement see some new faces, get a little deeper. Yeah, like, like you said, we discussed this previously, but I mean, from their perspective, it's, it's great that the seeding system's in place because it gives opportunities like this for them to 
make the most of it and potentially move up the rankings. But I still stand by what I said last time, which is that the, the players that have worked hard to earn that top 16 ranking probably deserve some sort of reward for that and maybe need a bit more protection. I know they, they do get a bye in the first round, but then they can potentially end up coming up against another top 16 player in the second round. Who would you yeah. say got the shortest the shortest end of the stick? Dasuki at eleven playing Rosner at seven. That's not in the in the second round. Say Abu Algar. I say Mac Macken must be gutted as an eight seed. He just gets it. You know, he's eight seeds. He's at his highest ever world ranking. He gets a nice little bump when the baby faced assassin decides. Ah, I don't fancy traveling to Qatar this week. And, uh, <laughs> and then he gets Abu Algar. I think his draw is worse, even though he's seated higher. Yeah, that's yeah. still a part of it. You kind of think that it's penalizing the the guy in, in the nine sixteen bracket, but it's actually penalizing the top eight players just as much because they end up having potentially a much tougher match as well. Yeah, because you look you look at like Miguel Rodriguez as an example, unseated and. He's got probably two of the lower-ranked guys coming in, feeding into him. Um, yeah, and then you have a 7 versus 11 and an 8 versus 12. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, big-time luck of the draw. 7-11. Love that shot. 7-11 slurpy time. Standing at a counter to 7-11 from a quarter past six until a quarter to seven. Do they have big gulps in, uh, in Ireland and Scotland? Hmm. No idea. Big, what's big, what's, big gulp slurpees? Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no. Oh man, gets Sh- missed out on some stout and iron brew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, walk around with your pint glass as you on lunch break at school, eh? <laughs> yeah. We used to, we used to, we used Top to walk there, sir. <laughs> we used to walk down to the Seven Eleven and grab a big slurpee, like a slushy, oh, and they man. called them. They called the cups big gulps. Like. I don't know. Didn't the Simpsons do a sketch on that once when they had the pure sugar Slurpee and Millhouse and Bart were like tripping on sugar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they got hung over. <laughs> they did. Yeah. That was a great episode. Simpsons is brilliant. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. <laughs> so what what do you what do you guys like in the in the in those first round matchups before we before we get to the big predictions? Yeah, one of the ones that stood out for me right at the top of the draw was two players that had pretty successful events in uh, Egypt a couple of weeks ago. So Nicky Muller against Yusuf Ibrahim. Um, Muller took um, Ali Farag to five, I think, and Yusuf Ibrahim went through and made the last 16, which was quite a big result for him. So to have them playing in the first round is a big match. You've also got a rematch of a match that, was um, from the Egyptian Open as well, which was Borja Golan against Benjamin Aubert. Uh, then you've got Gauthier, who's in as a wild card um, against uh, young Spaniard Iker Pajares. Yeah, I, I had that one circled just because Iker seems like he's been flying up the rankings and obviously Gauthier's trying to uh, get back to form and and get back to kind of the top 10 here. For Iker his... actually beat Gregory Gaultier in the uh, world teams last year in Ooh. DC. So, and I was, I remember I was, I was there. I saw it live. He was not happy <laughs> when he lost that. 
<laughs> so it'll be interested. Uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting match on the glass court. I think that might have been his first or second match back, right? And then the following day, I believe he went on and beat Wilstrop. He did in three games. Yeah. And, uh, there, <laughs> he, gave, there... he gave the side while ahead, but he went, what the <laughs> after he won. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he was, yeah, very expressive. Arthur's boy, Arthur's boy Baptiste Masuti playing, uh, playing former Colombia number one, Ramit Tendon. He's a great, great guy and wonderful player. So that that'll be a, that'll be a fun one actually to watch. I think yeah. both uh, super talented. Yeah, I think that'll be a, that's that's one of my picks of the first round. Yeah, to play Superman. Uh, it could be a repeat of Man- Manchester if Masuti was to get through, where Masuti lost in four games to Paul Cole in Manchester first tournament. Yeah. One of the questions I have is, I know they're using two courts on Sunday when it starts, and uh, I presume the glass court will be shown on Squash TV or, well, Eurosport player for me in the in Italy. Um, but they're also using one of the side courts, so I'm not sure if it's going to be streamed on their YouTube channel. But a lot of these good matches I'm just looking are actually scheduled to be on court one. So it'd be good to be able to see some of them. Abdullah Abdullah always seems to make a run in Qatar as well, right? Like that, and and I think him and Diego are, I think they're they're you know friendly enough, and that'll be if uh, I know Patrick Grooney is pretty solid, but I'd like to think Abdullah in his home home country is gonna gonna be up for it. So I think Abdullah Diego in the second round will be a fun one if that happens. I wouldn't be too quick to rule out Rooney. He's a uh... I mean, obviously he can play, so I'm not going to say he can play, but he can play. <laughs> like he's he's a he's a tough he's a tough player. Volley's uh, really well, really strong around the middle, as are you know 100 percent of everyone in that draw. But he's you know he had been scouted as one of the young up and coming English players a couple of years ago, and he's young, he's strong. I think I don't think that's a foregone conclusion. I would favour Abdullah, of course, but I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if Rooney got through. Yeah. The other unknown, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this, but do we know if they're having spectators? Because I think that could be a factor with, like you said, Chris, uh, Abdullah seems to do well in Qatar, but maybe that advantage is taken away if the, the spectators... And... It's true. Well, I don't know about the spectators, though. It's a great question. It is a good question. So what do we think? Any... Um... Do any uh, any big upsets? Do you guys see see any big upsets happening here? I had the uh, I had the biggest salt call last last time, so someone's yeah. got to make a good one here to keep our street cred up. It's hard to it's hard to see. It's hard to the apple cart is tight. <laughs> I think the two that um, potentially could come through are those matches that we spoke about between Rosner Dasuki and Joe Bacon and Abu Agar. Um, I've made the mistake of predicting for about three or four years now that Abu Algar is on the verge of a big breakthrough and he's going to come through and <laughs> upset a lot of people and I've almost got to the point where I've stopped predicting that he's going to do that because he just makes me look silly but him against Macon could be a very interesting matchup uh, and again Dasuki hasn't shown great form in the couple of tournaments he's played so far uh, I think he lost to Tarek and 
both of them. Um, but against Rosner, could be a different scenario. Yeah, he's definitely a threat, right? Uh, but I agree. I don't. I haven't seen him play quite like he was before before his injury a couple of years ago. But um, that mat, yeah, that match will be be a big one. The final one in that second round worth talking about is uh, Gautier against Marwan if Gautier comes through. Oh, um, yeah. That's a great okay. lineup. Yeah. Couple of bags of cats there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've got any, uh, I don't know if I've got any big upset picks here. No, even even looking ahead through all the way to the semis, I'm, I'm going to go fairly st- standard and boring. Uh, I've got an all Shabagi semi-final, which technically on seeding is an upset for Marwan to beat Paul in quarters. But I think on form, Marwan's shown that he's certainly playing at that level, top four. And then in the bottom half, I've got Tarek against Ali. So again, nothing exciting from my end. No, I just, I just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to argue against that. I, I agree. I mean, that's, yeah, I looked at it long and hard. And, uh, yeah, I just, I think, I think Ali's a tough matchup for Diego. Um, just in terms of like, he just absorbs so much. And, and, you know, like, I, I don't know. I think he's just got, like, he's kind of proven over the last month that he's got the, he's got, just like a little bit more in the tank, right? More, more legs to go the distance. So, yeah. Um, but, but if, but if Diego's playing well, like he's gonna beat anyone. I just think it's hard to pick against Ali. Um, and then, yeah, you know, obviously a guy like a guy like Wilstrup, um, he's got to get through, get through Lobin. But uh, a guy like Wilstrup, you know, could cause Tarek some problems if he's if he's playing well and and Moman's a little bit. Uh, you know, doesn't show up for his best day, but uh, yeah, it's just tough to pick against after moment at a really good tournament. Yeah. And I don't see Paul, I don't see Paul losing until, um, yeah, I think Paul and Marwan's probably the the big match here, right? In that out of that one, um, uh, Diego and Frog too, but yeah, I don't see. I think Muhammad's going to be super hungry. Uh, I just ready if he if he wins the event. Frog doesn't make the final. He takes over world number one again. Um, so both those guys have a ton, ton to go after here. Uh, you know, they always do, I guess, but a little bit of extra sauce on the cake. Yeah. I would, yeah. It's hard to see past uh, a Muhammad and Frog final just on form. I am going to throw a little, just a little upset. Um, and I'm going to call it. Mohamed El Shabini to get through to round three to face Paul Cole. Qu- quality player, beautiful striker of the ball, and he's uh, he had a good run. He was unfortunate. Uh, everyone was unfortunate when the pandemic happened. He'll feel the same. Haven't had a good run at Motor City Open, where he made the final and losing to Diego, and he he got his ranking. Right up there, and his, his level's always been good, but it's, he seems to have an, or he was looking like he had a little bit more vavavoom to his squish. 
Is that because there's there's no women's event this week, so you need to pick a Shabini win somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. The name just stands out. <laughs> uh, for him, to be fair, it stands out on his own. He's a he's a class player, great guy. Um, I think he's going to be tough. They're all so, going to be tough. But so, I, Arthur, I, Arthur, you've got Muhammad yep. taking out Marwan and then Frog taking out Momin. Do we all kind of have the same semi-final? Yeah, I deliberately left out the semi-final lineup and I just put in a yeah. final lineup just to. So you have, who do you have winning? I would say Muhammad. Yeah, I think either way. Re- recency bias. Um, friend of the program, recency bias, or friend of the bro- yeah, I mean perhaps. <laughs> I just thought he was brilliant in Manchester. Um, yeah, and it's hard to know. I and I also think having not being able to play the, the previous two events where he might lack in sharpness of, or certainly have less matches under the tank than Farag will have had. I think he'll make up for just appreciating the fact that he can get another competition under his belt and get some more co- competitive play. Um, sometimes when you have a big win, and I know Farag, and this is why he's, he's been one of the most consistent players of, over the last four or five years, but sometimes you can not necessarily drop your eye off the ball, but you can enjoy the celebration of it too. Not too much. Not that he's going to be out partying or whatever, but there might be an air of calmness that he may have figured it out. And so he'll go into this tournament feeling good, feeling confident, where I think Shabagi might have a little bit of, not insecurity, but he'll certainly be less sure of how well he's going to compete. And so with that, that'll stimulate and focus his mind a little bit more and I, that might give him an extra edge. I could be talking complete and utter nonsense. So, but that's just my take. That's what we're paid nothing to do though. Just kind of <laughs> talk, talk, <Yeah>. talk smack. <laughs> talk complete and utter nonsense and try and try and hope we're right because then it's not nonsense anymore. It's, yeah, it's a wonderful game. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely some players that benefit more from playing regularly whereas I think Shabagi actually suffers if he plays too much because the only times he's really gone off the boil is when he's played back-to-back tournaments and like done well in the first couple and then he almost gets that build-up of fatigue, whether it's mental or physical. Um, he, he seems like he's someone that can, can not play in like he did in Manchester, come back and play at a really high level. So I don't think that'll be an issue. I think he'll be out to prove a point, having lost his number one ranking. Sorry, that too as well. Sorry, yeah. Um, and I also <laughs> think for the game, it's just that's probably the final that we kind of want to see. We, we want to see who the best player in the, the sport is. And obviously, the number one ranking usually tells you that. But um, with the circumstances that Ali's got it back, not that he doesn't deserve it because he's been so consistent. Um, and Shabagi said himself that he fully accepts that he missed those events and Ali went and had to had to win the Egyptian Open and did it and deserves to be number one again. But it would just be great. Uh, to see the top two players in the game go head-to-head. Um, and the last time they played was the last match before lockdown, and they gave us a great match in the final at Canary Wharf. So, again, it would be great to see them play for the first time since then. Yeah. Would we be disappointed if they didn't make the final? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, even, you know, PSA just published an article today. John Khan looks forward to uh, Al-Shrabaggy for Ag rivalry. Like, I think the whole world's want- wanting to see it, right? Yeah. I can imagine those two kind of want it as well. Because it's, if one of them goes down, it's, it, it, 
and then the other beats someone else, it's kind of like, you know, we, we're going to, who knows how long we're going to have to wait, right? Especially with COVID, this is kind of like the culmination. <laughs> <laughs> this could be, yeah, you know, this, I think, I think that would be good for squash too. I think that would get a lot of eyes. Good and podcast we, material. Oh yeah. The greatest. <laughs> <laughs> and we think like that comes with a little bit of extra added pressure or maybe that might help some of the other players like that where they're floating under the radar a little bit more. They might not be under the same scrutiny or media attention like some Marwan, Paul Cole, Marsh, Momin, Abuelgar, Diego, that maybe they might feel that they have a chance where everyone else is looking ahead. They're very, they're not looking ahead. Can they upset sure. the party? Those guys are always, always kind of get to play as the underdog, right? When, I mean, like, Muhammad said it too that Ali's been kind of the most consistent competitor. So it's everyone else probably probably you know even though um, even though especially Gawad's out you know Gawad's one of those guys. I mean Marwan Marwan's on top form so he's there. But everyone else has kind of struggled to get over the hump in terms of consistently beating either one of those guys. So it's got to yeah. I mean, it's got to feel good going into a match and being like, if I, I don't have that much pressure to win this. And you just, whereas, you know, Frog knows he, he wants to win it to keep the number one. Muhammad wants to win it to prove he's the best. I think it's, uh makes for some, some great excitement. I don't think either of them will be phased by the pressure though. I think the reason the pressure is there is because they've been so consistent and the performed at such a high level and I think they both accept that that's just what comes with it I think they've shown clearly over the last three or four years that I mean in Shabagi's case it's almost 10 years now Parag's a little bit less but it's not like you could say they've underperformed because of pressure or anything like that so I think (laughs) the pressure is there because of how good they are and I think yeah they know that Probably the opposite, right? They probably need some of this, uh, some of this excitement, which will hopefully give us uh, a legendary, legendary little tournament and and matchup if they make it. I would say Muhammad probably has a tougher road, though, right? Got to get through Marwan or Paul um, on the uh, on the top half, but I mean, yeah, Frog. There's no, there's no easy run. Diego and Moman are no chumps. All right. Well, exciting week of squash ahead. Sunday evening. Sunday morning. Sunday actually, morning. Very early. Depends what part of the world you're in. That's very true, Mr. Italy. Yeah. <laughs> International yeah. podcast, Arthur. Come on. Yeah. Oh. Those New Zealand listeners will be tuning in Sunday night. <laughs> people in Samoa. Actually, I'm not sure. We've got some Brazilian, we've got some Brazilian listeners always, right? Yeah. Shout out Brazil, Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> They're probably still on the beach. Yeah, living it up. All right, good stuff. Good weekend of squish ahead. Yeah, happy days. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And if if you like what you hear, don't be shy. Share it out. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Good stuff. Cheers, fellas. Happy squishing. Stuart just frozen or he's just... No, my internet was so dodgy I was trying not to speak because it, if it crackles or breaks up <laughs> then you've just got to edit it.
Uh, you're you're fine. I think there was only one little two-second pause. There was a few times on my end where the audio went funny in your end, so I just like stay quiet and it won't it won't show up. So that's how that, I'm wondering if you can find a distortion button to keep you quiet. So too. Hey. <laughs> I mean, um, you're the founder uh, of the pod. You've got the power to do that permanently if you want. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of jokers. I miss squash.